Shalom. Good morning. Thank you for being here. Thank you, John Urenko, for preaching today, and Pastor Case for reading the sacred text. I would like to invite Pastor Melissa forward for a special announcement. Good morning. Good morning. For the past five months, a search committee, a call committee, has been established in anticipation of selecting an additional campus minister at the university. And although they've been working for five months, some of us have been praying for about three years. So I'm delighted to thank uh, Sarah Schultz from PLTS, current student Fernand Demise, and Cheyenne Boykin, Faculty, staff, Colleen Wyndham Hughes, Deanna Hernandez, Jonathan Gonzalez, Scott Maxwell Doherty, and Felix Martinez. Felix, are, where are you? He has a good announcement to share with you. Very excited. As people find out, they're commenting and emailing me, and you've done good work. Thank you, Felix. Thank you, Pastor Melissa. The search committee has, part, has spent many hours reading and evaluating applications, and I'm happy to announce that we have found a great candidate. Hazel Salazar Davison has accepted the job as campus minister. We are excited to have Hazel and her three kids as part of this community and family. I hope you will help welcome Hazel when she begins her work on August 13th. Thanks be to God for the opportunity for sending Hazel our way. Bear with me, because I want to say this in Spanish, too. Um, el, comité, el, el comité de búsqueda ha estado muchas horas este, con, uh, este, en, en aplicaciones, con aplicaciones, uh, buscando a un candidato. Hazel Salazar, me da el gusto de decirles que Hazel Salazar uh, a este... Uh, Jesus Salazar has accepted the position of campus minister. And we have the pleasure of accepting her and her children to this community and this family. When she starts to work on August 13, please accept her hands open. And we give thanks to God because He has given us opportunidad de mandarnos a Hazel. Gracias. God be with you. Thank you. Mazel tov. Right? This is what we say. You are invited to this verse and find it in a place to rest and contemplate. Today's verse is from 1 Corinthians 12, verses 4 to 6. Now, there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of services, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is saying God who activates all of them in everyone. 
Oh God, you make all things new. Speak to us today. Touch our intellect. Touch the yearning of our hearts and souls. Be the light on our everyday walk. Amen. Let us pray. Creator God, ever creating, make your presence known to us today. There are so many voices that reach our ears. Help us hear your voice. And in listening, lead our hands and guide our feet to do good in the world. In your name we say, Amen. I know you just sat down, but uh, if you would, uh, why don't you stand up with me one more time as we read from the Word of God. Stand here to revere the Word of God. It's life-changing and transforming power. It's changed my life, and I know it's changed a lot of people's lives over the generations. We're going to read from Matthew chapter 25, 31 through 46. When the Son of Man comes in His glory and all the angels with Him, then He will sit on His glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations, and he will separate people from one another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will place the sheep on his right, but the goats on the left. And the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. Then he will say to those on his left, depart from me, you curse, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not welcome me, naked and you did not clothe me, sick and in prison and you did not visit me. And they also will answer, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? And he will answer them, saying, Truly I say to you, as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, the righteous into eternal life. Word of the Lord. Good afternoon. What a blessing we have to be able to honor their Lord every Thursday with our Sabbath hour working here at Cal Lutheran. 
And it's my hope and prayer that everyone on campus enjoys this time and experience the love that God has for us, whether it's a walk to the cross or a Bible study in your office or just a quiet time in the park. It's a great time to reflect and ask the Lord for guidance and to sit quietly and listen. Thank you, Pastor Jeremy, for the reading today. Pastor Jeremy Kay's Journey to the Church, uh, actually a graduate from Cal Lutheran. What year, Pastor? 2010. Thank you. Pastor Jeff Rodriguez, Pastor Dustin Anderson, Journey to the Church, three men that have been with me on my walk for the past five or six years, and a great support group that I have. It's a heavy word that Jesus gives you as he's going to separate us as sheeps or sheep and goats. Where are you today on your walk with the Lord? You don't have to answer that out loud. But how do we love the struggling people we come across in our life every day? The homeless, the sick, the addicted, those who are behind bars, the fatherless. How do we help those in other countries? Maybe you've been called to go across the world and serve to share the gospel, to build a home, or to work in an orphanage, to feed the hungry, to give hope to the hopeless, to bring light into a dark world. Or maybe you're blessed by finances that you just sit back and write a check to sponsor a child, sponsor a church or a homeless shelter. And don't think that you have to go to another part of the country to serve and to help someone. As we live in the country being torn and separated by beliefs and confusion, we can share the good news right here in our own hometown, at our work and in our own home. We must stand together and share the love that Christ has for all of us. To share the hope that we have. To share the peace we receive when we truly accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. To share the change in your own life. And I wish I could say once you accept him in your life that everything's going to be good and all your problems will go away, but that's not true. I struggle daily and fall short with my walk with the Lord. But I have a forgiving Father, a God whose blood's washed me clean and gave me a new life. Amen. I've been blessed to serve at the juvenile hall facilities in Oxnard for a few years, running bingo night of all things which turned into a Bible study after bingo night. Where I've sat in with young men who have made bad choices in their life, who have no hope. And I have the time to share the hope with these young men, to bring light into a dark place, to bring peace into a hostile environment. To sit and listen to the ones who want to speak, and to speak to the ones who want to hear. I've been blessed to coach at a high school in Oxnard. And as a coach, I have seen young men and women standing on the field with torn clothes and worn out cleats, with heartbreak in their eyes. You've seen them too. They're Jesus. 
And as a coach, I have seen the single mother show up late for a parent meeting, running across campus with her two kids hanging on her coat, tired from working two jobs, and just trying to keep it together, fighting off her own depression and addictions. I'm sure you have seen her too. She is Jesus. And as a coach, I have, shown, I have seen young men show up for the first day of practice with the heart of a lion. He's five feet tall. And all he wants is a chance. Everyone wants a chance. He is first in every sprint. Besides, his cleats are torn and the blisters on his feet. And all his hope is to wear the gold and blue jersey someday. He just wants to make that team. You've seen this compassionate, dispassionate competitor in your school, maybe in your own home, and he is Jesus. And as a Christian man and father, I struggle in my own home with a loved one, one who seems to be slipping farther and farther away, one that I love dearly but I don't like at this time, one who is struggling with his own depression and addiction, one who doesn't want to hear or find help. So how do we help those who don't want help? We pray. And we reach out to our prayer warriors to stand upside you and pray with you. Pray for our children. Pray for our nation. Pray for a change in this world that's needed. Pray for peace in our homes and peace in our hearts. And I ask you today to lift up my son in prayer. And not only my son, all of our sons and daughters in this world. Pastor Dustin once spoke on a man buying groceries in the store, counting change to pay off a small carton of milk and a small bag of cookies. He could see the desperation in his family. The pastor standing behind him grabs him on the shoulder and says, pick up your goods and go. Don't look back. Jesus loves you. Four years later, that family is sitting in the church where they're having a guest speaker that day. And the wife and the man look at each other and say, that was him. They hang around till the service is over and they approach the man and say, Pastor, you're the man who bought us the groceries. I could tell by your heavy accent that was you. The pastor looks at him and says, it's the least I could do for you, my brother. He says, Pastor, you don't understand. After we were going to buy those groceries, we drove down to the lake. Desperation has set in, no job, no money, late on every bill they had. He was thinking of suicide and the whole family. He thought that that would be a better way than the way they were living. And as he reached under his seat to grab his weapon to end it all, he heard those words that the pastor whispered in his ear, Jesus loves you. So wherever you're at today, and you don't think you have the words to help somebody, three, three simple words could save somebody's soul. Jesus loves you. Amen?
Our prayers are a time of reflection. It is very fitting for us to take this time for self-reflection and pray for people who we know who need our prayers. As John said, people who we know are fighting addiction or fighting depression. It's all around us. Let's just take it in. know God hears our prayer. Go forth, accepting God's command to invest yourself in others. Go forth with eyes to see the path of service and ears to hear the cry of those who are in need. Go forth with God as a light and a guardian for the work you are called to do. Amen.